Dink, dink. <laughs> you don't get to keep going. I already said it. Squarespace is the sponsor for today's dink, podcast. Dink, dink, Start dink, your website dink, today dink. with Squarespace. Go to squarespace.com slash Angelina to save 10% on your first purchase of a website or a domain. Amazing website. Design. Uh... Easy process. Keanu Reeves uses it. 24-7 customer support. Check it out. Also, guys, me undies. It's that time of year. Okay? You got to get your Christmas gifts, your holiday gifts for your friends, your loved ones. Me undies is a perfect holiday gift. It really is. So go to meundies.com slash Julian. Get 15% off your first pair of free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee. Okay? Get some festive underwear. Do it. Just do it. Thank you, sponsors. Hi, Julian. Hi. How you doing, Julian? I'm, I'm, I'm rolling, baby. I'm doing great. What does that mean? We're rolling. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm, um, I'm not operating on all cylinders today. I feel that. I understand. I stayed up till 7 a.m. Oh, my God. I hope my mom's not watching. <laughs> past my bedtime. Oh, you stayed up so late and I went to bed and watched old episodes of Ancient Aliens. I remember seeing it on the TV when I came to bed. They're just so good. I don't know. I just like how they end every episode with like, that's what ancient alien theorists believe and you're like, okay. I mean, you can't <laughs> argue with what someone else believes. Some so. guy thinks all of this. So, roll credits. <laughs> and you're like, oh, okay. They have all these theories. They tell all these stories and they're like, and that's what one person thinks. <laughs> Thanks for watching. Ba- based on the thoughts of a guy. <laughs> yeah, they, don't, they just say ancient alien <laughs> theorists. I'm like, all right, tight. Yeah, sick. No. That's covering their own ass, though. You can't argue with what someone else thinks. I quite literally disagree. You I mean, can, you, can. you can argue. You can argue it, but I mean, I can't be like, you don't think that. I disagree. Okay. I disagree with. All right. Well, you know. Did you have fun though? I did. I played uh, video games. I was streaming for like ten hours. It was it was degenerate hours. It was mm-hmm. it was good though. It was fun. Um, we played. I played mostly Tarkov last night, but we played Life is Strange this week. Which late I, I I wanted to talk about it on the podcast, but I'll do it in the second half because I don't want like the whole thing to be spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. Because if you guys are gonna play Life is Strange, I don't want to spoil it. So we'll spoil it at the end, we'll so s- then you can just we'll skip spoil it. it later. And the podcast, really. the podcast, yeah. But um, no, we um, played a lot of talk. Honestly, that game is is so much fun. And uh, it's fun to drink and play, to be honest. Yeah, I don't know how you do that. Well, I just pour it into my glass and I take a sip. I'm not asking how you drink. Then I put my hands on the keyboard and mouse and I go. (laughs) That game is not for me. You ever play a video game and you're just like, oh, this is not for me. Oh, yeah. It's not for me. Yeah. That's that game for mm-hmm. me. Not mm-hmm. for me. That's fine. That's the beauty of video games. Just like you and Subnautica. When are you going to finish Subnautica? I'll finish it. It's like the greatest like single player PC game on Steam, in my opinion. You can't argue with it because it's my opinion. And that's what I think. I disagree with. We've already established that you're not allowed to disagree. <laughs> that I, in fact, think that. Uh, I disagree with. Mm-mm. Subnautica is not the best single player game. It's pretty great. What are you talking about? It's great. Story's hey. great. Gameplay's great. It's a great time. 
Except I, if you're afraid think, of the ocean and open water is not great. It's I don't not think great it's. Time. I don't think it's bad. I just, I like. Here's the thing. Like when we when we played Minecraft a lot. Like I was in Conan too, which both games are adding things that we can go back to them at any point. But um, you're like I sort of get in this frame of mind of like we're working on these projects. You know, we gotta we gotta get this done. We gotta collect the materials. We you know this and that. And I think. Right now, I'm just not in that gaming space of like he- gaming headspace, kind of. You know, like I'm, mm-hmm. I'm 100% Tarkov right now. Mm-hmm. But it's it feels good to be completely just in a video game. Like I'm so the Elder Scrolls Online. I'm so caught up in it. I can't stop playing. It's a good time. It's a good time. Remember when I got to bed the other night after playing it for like a bunch of hours and we we're going to sleep and I was like, babe. I want to go play Tarkov. I know. I'm like, okay. Like I'm trading sleep for it. That, yeah. See, so you gotta you gotta control it a little bit. You know, you can't be getting no sleep because you're staying up all night and then waking up and then not getting any sleep. Am I overly attached Tarkov player? Is Tarkov like, hey Julian, I gotta wake up early in the morning. You gotta bounce. <laughs> Maybe. Maybe. Yeah. Well. Anyway, I'm enjoying it. The end. <laughs> You doing okay? I'm trying. <laughs> Just trying my best. That's all I can do. It's really hard to be drunk and play a first-person shooter game. I just... I just <laughs> <laughs> no, it is hard. I died a lot. Oh, no. Oh, no. But it makes it like... The thing about a game like that is it doesn't... It's more than meets the eye in so many ways, but the most like valuable of those ways is like it's a hilarious game. And hilarious situations happen. It's like PUBG, you know, the way like mm-hmm. we would play a long game of PUBG and it within the 35 minute match, there are moments that you can just like sort of role play a little bit, you know, you're like kind of RPing and there's your friends and everyone's like joking and like things happen in the game that are kind of fucky. And I think Tarkov is exactly the same. Why are you laughing at me? I'm laughing because the other day I was using the guild finder and the Elder Scrolls and there's legit like role playing guilds. <laughs> we're yeah. we're a role playing guild. Like, come in here and act like a Khajiit. Yeah, that's some. That's the like, Khajiit, by the way, are cats. I would role play as a Khajiit. <laughs> they talk like this one, this one. So they that's how they talk in like voice chat and stuff. Yeah, I've literally. <laughs> it was like <laughs> I forget which night. So obviously, most of you guys know, but like mo- more often than not, at night we'll play video games like that's we used to like watch shows watch tv and i feel like now we'll go we'll sit and we'll play video games and so julian will play tarkov and then i'll play the elder scrolls online and we'll play PUBG together and some story games together yeah and so it was like a saturday night or something and uh i was on the elder scrolls and i was playing in a group and then you can just be i was doing a dungeon so i was using a cue finder to queue up with random other people and then People can be on their mics if they want or uh-huh. not. Yeah. And this guy is just in the chat, just talking about how he's drunk and he's drinking, but he's speaking as a Khajiit. So he's like, this one's going to get another drink. Wait for me. And I'm like, oh no, no, you did not. You did not, boy. You did not just do that. And then he comes back and he's like, this one does not know the mechanics of this dungeon. Will you please tell me? And I'm like... Look, I don't want to yuck your yums, you know, but like, it's just kind of freaking me out, man. It's actually hilarious. It's like, um, there's a whole guild like, of people. 
to do that. But it's the the thought. The, what's funny to me about role play like that, and this and this is not a slam on it at all. Like it's fucking do whatever makes you happy. But it's just funny to me to think about people role playing in a video game like that, but they're not streaming it. It's just like what they want to do. It's just what they want to do. You know, because like, roleplay blew up in the last year on Twitch with like GTA yeah. and like now Red Dead. And it's funny because you watch people roleplay and it's largely like some of the most entertaining shit on Twitch because you're watching this character being created in front of your eyes. Our friend Jeff did it for a while. Like, right. But the understanding is that everyone on that server is also roleplaying. Yes. The yeah. people that are playing the Elder Scrolls online, and I imagine other <laughs> games as well, that are just so in love with some of the characters that they themselves want to be them, are role-playing in a world where everyone else is just playing the game. <laughs> it's like if you went on Destiny or something where there's like other people mm -hmm. and like one person is just like hardcore role-playing. <laughs> with the voice You're the just there. <laughs> you're just there. <laughs> yeah, you're, you're just a guy playing a game. Like if you had to group up with them and then he just like won't drop it at all. He yeah, just that's, keeps going. That's and like, his character's a cat and he's like making it do cat emotes and stuff. You know what that is? That's balls to the wall. That's like <laughs> they take it seriously. That's what I'm saying. I'm not trying to yuck your yum. <laughs> like that's really cool for you. But like it makes it difficult for us to work together right now. I kind of want to role play. As what? I don't know. In what? In Tarkov? Yeah. Will had this idea. There's a map called Interchange where it's a mall. It's like a defunct old mall. And it's, you know, it's combat zone now. But Will thought it would be so funny if he's like, if Tarkov ever launches RP servers, I'm going to create one <laughs> where uh, everyone's a scab and working at a shop in the mall. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's funny. That is um, funny. Yeah. But no, I mean, I think, I think you, like it's interesting because role play blew up under the genre of role play you're watching rp right you see someone or most times they don't have their face cam on but you hear someone role playing as a character in this game where other people are doing the same and they're streaming it um but like you do, like in games we've you know there's been role play like you know that just passively happens yeah you know and i think games that allow for that and also add to it with the funny moments with the characters and especially oh my god the taglines and the russian taglines and the american taglines like they have these preset lines that you can <laughs> like you know when you have a little stuffed animal and you squeeze it and it says something it's like that's what you're doing so it makes I for just, some really really funny shit i like the idea of somebody working a nine-to-five coming home kicking their shoes off and turning on their xbox and getting in their their zone. in a random dungeon and saying this one this one will be right back i have to get another drink as they make their cat do a cat emote i love it though that's like, it's the world of gaming. That's his though. free it's time. Like, That's his me time. Yeah, dude. Anything's possible. Speaking of that, though, like there's, and now we're in the world where VR really does feel super fucking immersive. And it does feel like a whole nother world where you're kind of like plugging in mm -hmm. to the matrix a little bit. Um, there's this game coming out. I think it's Half-Life Alex is what the name of it's called. And I watched the trailer for it and I was like, oh my God, I... I'm going to play that game in VR and I'm going to feel completely in this. Like, you know how I was playing that game super hot where you're the action hero and you're shooting? Mm -hmm. That's very like arcadey, right? Because you're like shooting the bad guys and you're dodging the bullets and whatever. This one is like a full on like RPG first person game with a story and you're like in there the whole time in VR fighting the bad guys and doing the story. That's really cool. And for me, that's like, dude, when I was a kid... I would never have dreamed that would have been a thing that you can put on your head and then you're in it. 
Yeah. Like that's me and my wild. brother. Well, my brother had one a gray Game Boy that I would steal when he was. Remember, and I played Tetris on it. Yeah. Yeah, it's very hard for me to imagine putting something on my head and playing a whole story. Yeah, game. and just feeling so involved in the game is a really cool thing. I got a present. For what you. this? I got to carry this. Oh man, what are you she's doing? She's like falling off, and she's heavy. She's a Khajiit. Hi. 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 She's a Khajiit. Hi Khajiit. But anyway. Um, so you're not gonna role play in Tarkov? No. Well, you guys do in that classroom that one time. <laughs> yeah, we did. Yeah, in the labs room. It's all fun and games till one of y'all dies, though. No, it's still fun and games <laughs> when one of us dies. Um, I got my first, I got my first haircut at a at not my hairdresser's um spot in like many many tell years. us everything, Beach, because well, I kinda before wanna, you, I kind of want to talk about it before you say anything. I have not had a professional touch my hair since your hairdresser did my hair in 2017. Yeah. No one has cut my hair, dyed my hair, done anything to my hair. I definitely feel like at some point I'm going to have to do something to it because it's like really long and heavy. Yeah. But like, I know what it feels like when you're loyal to your hairdresser. Yeah. And then the, because Roth yeah. taking care of a sick dog. Yeah. Right yeah. Now. He's got some, you know, stuff going on. He can't work right now. But, um, and like he's been my favorite like hairstylist I could have ever imagined having um and I I never really have had like one barber or hairstylist until I've met him and this was like when I had long hair you long... went to a different hairdresser oh my god you cheated how well, could you well I, I want to talk about this experience because this is something that like it's um first of all I feel like a lot of people can relate to right like you have your your spot or your person. But you got to get your hair done. You cut your hair and then there comes a time where you either need a haircut and they can't do it or something happens and there's a breakup or whatever, you know? It's like between, it's an intense thing. There's like a whole Seinfeld episode about it. It's really funny. But um, anyway, I was like, okay, I need to cut my hair because I was getting to the point where it was about like, I think close to two months till I got some, uh, since I got my hair cut. And you know how I get. You haven't seen it for a long time because... I've been getting my hair cut so well. I do know how you get. Often. There's... You'll all of a sudden just take out your clippers and shave your head. Yeah. I get like neurotic when my hair gets past a certain point of length, which I still don't know how I grew my hair all the way out. I don't know how I did that. But anyway, it was getting to the point where it was driving me like crazy. It was uncomfortable. I hated how I looked. So I was like, you know what, Jenna, I think I just got to go to like one of these little chains and go get my hair cut and get a fade because I'm losing my mind. So I did. And there's nothing really crazy that happened. Like it was just a. It reminded me how lucky I am to have the hair, like the hairstylist I have in Roth, and like the situation where someone knows what haircut you like, and you don't have to like meet a new person mm-hmm. every time you get your haircut. Like that wouldn't be fun. I don't. I don't relish that. But you know, I. I overall, okay haircut. I kind of had to fix some of it when I got home. Yeah, you did. Um. I didn't feel very heard. I hate that. Yeah. And I, you know, I thought to myself, is this really worth, you know, telling her she's wrong and I want, I want this a different way? Because in general, I am the type of person who, you know, I'll stick up for that. I'll be like, you know, I I know I'm not trying to disrespect or anything, but I actually want this or you're doing it wrong or just because I think number, you know, number one is honesty, right? And in a a service where like, you know, someone's situation where someone's providing a service, it's in their best interest to want to please you. So you want to help them do that. So 
I was thinking to myself, I was like, dude, I don't really think she's doing or listening to what I want, and she's doing it the wrong way. And I've actually never seen someone do it this way. Oh, no. But I'm like, I just kind of want to get out of here. Um, and you just needed a cut. I just need and a little thing. You're going to go back to Raw for and the second not, he's available. Yeah, and it's, it's the sides. So it wasn't worth the fight. It wasn't worth it. The sides in the back, like not the top. I left the top. But um, yeah, it was like, I don't know. It was uh, I wanted it to be a little different. And I, the small talk was kind of weird too. I hate that. She was like, what are you up to today? And I was like, oh, I was just working because I edited that day. I was like, yeah, I was just working. She was like, oh, you're running errands? And I was like, what? No, no. That was, I was, that was a weird assumption of work. Well, I was working. I, I was working. <laughs> it's like, oh, okay. No, I mean errands. <laughs> you you know. And then she was like, something about the weather. And I was like, yeah, I've really been enjoying the cold weather. And she was like, yeah, it's hot today. <laughs> I was like, what? No, it's raining. Like, wait, are we t- <laughs> like, are we having a conversation? And then she was doing the, the buzzer, one of the small ones where you, you do like the neck and stuff. It was the loudest motherfucking thing I've ever heard. And she's buzzing right by my ear and asking me questions. <laughs> and I'm like, I can't hear you. <laughs> it's so loud. I'm pretty sure it was when I used to live in Santa Monica or something. There was a hairdresser close to where one of the places I used to live mm-hmm. where it was a barber shop. Mm-hmm. And he was really highly rated like on Yelp because he didn't speak to anyone. He all of his reviews were literally like, yeah, this guy like totally fine haircut. Like it's not. Wasn't that the one I went to? I'm pretty sure. That was, was the it one. You? That yeah. was yeah. That, and all his reviews are like he doesn't talk. That's why so I went five to five stars. That's why I went to him. Yeah. Yeah. It was. It was. I remember exactly where it is. It was literally on Bundy and Wilshire. But he had five star reviews, not because he was like the world's greatest barber. No, it's because he because didn't, make he small didn't talk. say anything to you. Yeah. I I was looking up <laughs> barbers. That's back when I like buzzed my head and did like That's the number sick, two. That's sick though, is it not? Imagine building your clientele just because you don't say anything to them. Just a lot of people. From people that just don't want to make small talk. A lot of people like that. I mean, they introduced that whole um, option on Uber, right? Where mm-hmm. you don't want to talk. You say, leave me alone. And there's like a button you press. Well, yeah. And for, I mean, for people that have any type of social anxiety, it's even more difficult. Like, Absolutely. I, I mean, it stops people from I'm going just places. just here to get a service. Yeah. And it's really difficult for me to talk to you and listen to you and get my ear buzzed at the same time. What's It's funny. Polite, it's funny that you remember there's that. There's water on my neck. You splashed me in my face. You're cutting my ear. Can you please just stop asking me so many questions about what I do for a living and what I'm going to do this weekend i'm really out of it and tired yeah you ever just feel like that (sighs) i feel like i stopped getting my hair done because it was like my hair was really damaged but i also just i hated that how long it took and it gets really expensive and i was like "Ah, it's not even worth it Hmm. let's just uh see what how long i can let it go oh you said you want to do something you should do something to it i just i really would like it cut because it's you know if you let your hair grow out for it's been I don't know two two years three years, like it's all one length mm-hmm. and it's all really long, so it gets like heavy and kind of borderline like unmanageable. Yeah, you know, like I can't mm-hmm. I can't do any cute styles other than like up a down. You feel me, dog? Yeah, your hair is long. It's healthy though. It is very healthy. Healthy ass hair, dog. Healthy scalp, healthy hair. Healthy hair, dog. It's been really nice. 
Highly recommend it. You know, we had uh, Jasmine Thompson on the podcast years ago, and mm-hmm. I was like, what's your secret to long hair? And she goes, I just didn't cut it. And here I am. Profound. Years later. <laughs> Words of wisdom, honestly. I just stopped cutting it. That was back when we had guests on the podcast. Right? Who are we? We can still have guests on the podcast. We just don't. No, I know. I honestly, I like how we have our podcast. But yeah, I do remember like, I think we you felt like you sort of had to a little bit. Yeah. But like, I don't know. I thought, honestly, if I let my hair grow out for two or three years without ever trimming off any part of it, like not even a trim, like I haven't trimmed any split ends, like nothing. I thought it would get real ratty and nasty, but yeah. like, I feel like the really damaged parts just broke off and then was like, we're fine with this. Isn't there like a genetic point when your hair stops growing though? I don't think that's how that works. I think it is. Okay. Then why do you have some people that have like really, really long hair, but then like if someone else were to try and grow their hair out, it stops at a certain point. Oh, you mean, yeah. I thought you meant like your hair. Yeah. I mean, everyone has their own limitations to how they can grow their hair. How long? Yeah. Or also, but how, like the type of growth. Like for me, when you're talking like, this is sort of similar, but it's like the beard thing, right? If I grow my beard and never cut it ever, Mm -hmm. it gets to a point where it stops growing and it just gets rattier and like, like more bunched up. Some people will grow a Santa beard. I can never do that. Is it because your hair is like curly? No, it's, yeah, it's like genetics. I can't. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, but it's not just curly. It's like the genetics of how my facial hair grows. It reaches a point where it stops growing. Yes. Yeah, that's like your the hair on your head. It reaches a point when it stops growing. Never stops. That's not true. You and have the- people in the Guinness World Book of Records that have hair much longer. If I decided when I was five years old that I never wanted to cut my hair, it's not like it would be out the door right now. It stops at a never. certain point. Never stops. It's also, it's like a... a <laughs> get mad. I'm just kidding. It's like a, the, I don't know, this, this part of your hair can't like live on forever. Like even if you took really good care of it, I feel like you see people with hair to like, you know, yeah. their thighs or their knees, like yeah. that's possible, but it's not like you're going to have a bridal gown of hair if you just don't cut it. A bridal gown of hair, band name called it. <laughs> don't call my bridal gown of hair a band. It's yeah. not. Bridal gown it's of hair outfit. is a great band name. <laughs> I don't know. I'm kind of curious. How long do you think my hair would grow? Would you break up with me if I had hair? <laughs> Whoa, that to just my took toes. a different turn. Would you say, get out of here, Harry? Would you would you scissor my hair in my sleep? I would never. You cut it? I would never alter your hair without you knowing. I don't know. I don't know you like. I love how some people, yeah, people think that's funny. Like someone, I remember seeing comments somewhere. Someone's like, hey, Jenny, you should prank Julian by cutting his mustache off while he's sleeping. First of all. When you had a bun that was all the rage, people tweeting at me like, cut his bun off while he's oh, sleeping. Oh, yeah, that's hilarious. Like, what if I love it? So yeah, invasive. ruined my life. But the mustache thing? Yeah, hilarious joke, by the way. How would you even pull that off? Literally, you're going to need something really loud and buzzy to go right in the front of my face. I don't know. It was just mean. I'm not, Toxic, not, dude. Not into mean spirit. Toxic. Pranks. Hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. How long do you think that if you grew your hair out, how long do you think your hair would grow? I don't know. Because your sister has super long hair. Does she? How long yeah. is it? Yeah. I don't your know. Your sister's hair is like to her middle back and it's like super thick and dark like yours. We like got good hair jeans, I really guess. Really healthy. Yeah. I don't know. Is her hair long? Yes. 
What do you not know what your sister looks like? I just thought her hair was just like normal length. No, 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 no. She has really good hair. 10 out of 10. Damn. 10 out of 10? Well, yeah, because it's also not like damaged. She doesn't like dye it and bleach Mm -hmm. it and do all the terrible things to it. You know? Mm -hmm. It's like really healthy from here to here. Mm. Really. Mm -hmm. 10 out of 10. Marble. Anyways, I might get a haircut soon. You should get a haircut. (laughs) It's been many years. And it's kind of all just really long. Well, your hair does stop growing, as we just, just you know, discussed. At well, some point, I don't know. I discussed that it stopped growing. You you said you're not sure. Well, Jenna thinks your <laughs> hair stops growing at some point, and I think it she's does. right. I'm think she. I think you're right. But you know, it doesn't stop. There's a customer service on the Squarespace. There's 24 hours a day, 365 days in a year, and every single day an hour. They have customer support. So when you're building a website and you don't know how to build a website or you're running into a problem, they have 24-7 customer support that you can email or you can live chat. It's really helpful. So when you're building a website for you or your small business or your hobby or whatever it is and you like, ah, oh, I, fig- I figured this out, but I'm stuck here, hop on the, the live chat. And they have a live webinar as well that you can watch. But it makes the process of something usually so complex, very easy. And building a website with Squarespace is great because they have a lot of really beautiful templates to make this the, the best looking website on mobile, desktop, and tablets that you could possibly make with the colors, the images, the buttons, uh, and the features you want. You can set up an online shop within your website. It is great, honestly. You should really try it. Check it out. Go to squarespace.com slash Jillian. Save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. Squarespace.com slash engine or click the link down below to get started. She's like pushing her head into my hand as hard as she can. <laughs> Have you noticed that her Me undies. No, <laughs> I was trying to tell you something really quick. Right, no, going. no. Okay. Me undies guys, uh, me undies is the most comfortable, <laughs> wonderful underwear that uh, I've ever worn and I wear it all the time. They just introduced their new robes for men and women. Treat your feet in their new soft slippers. We got the robes. Not are... just for men or women. It's for men and women. <laughs> and everyone in the middle. You're not buying it. Just for men and Jenna. Whatever you are. Uh, Androgynous. So it's for anyone. This holiday season, guys, cozy up in you got a body? some, some under, Put a underwear on onesies it. or their new robes. Their robes are really comfortable. They're the thin micromodal fabric, which is three times softer than cotton, which is the same fabric, super soft that they use for their underwear. Um, and right now you get 15% off your first pair, free shipping, and 100% satisfaction guarantee. Go to meundies.com slash Julian or cl- click the link down in the description to get started. Beat a pop. I love her. So we played a game called Life is Strange. If you don't know what that is, that's fine. I was if you do, say something. Okay, say something. Go ahead. Have you, you remember when Peachy was little and she had one fashion nail? So all her toenails are white except for one was black. And I used to always call it her fashion nail. Yeah. That whole hand now has black toenails. Damn. So you just and have a permanent, permanent pedicure. Hand, 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 handicure. Her nails changed colors. How does that happen? I don't know. How'd you do that? Did you go to the salon? She went to the salon. Did you go to the salon? I got my nails done. I went to a different pattern. She's so sweet. You're a sweetheart. You you don't have a fashion nail now, girl. You got a fashion hand. And what's on my other hand? Oh, it's one coat black. 
This is boring to listen to. Sorry, I'm, sure. I'm sorry. Okay. She's just so cute. I love her. Peach, you have anything to say? <laughs> um. Anyway, we played a game called Life is Strange. If is you now when you're going to say spoiler alert? Well, I w- uh, yes, if I could finish. I was going to say, uh, if you don't know what it is, that's fine. It's a story game where you make choices and it affects uh, how the game goes. There's a lot of different ways it can go. Um, but we played part two, which was a story about two brothers. And we finished it the, uh, this last week. And uh, I just wanted to t- talk about it. Um, so if this doesn't interest you or you don't plan on playing it, then you can listen. But if you are going to play it, spoiler alert. So if you if you are going to play Life is Strange or you don't want to know the ending or whatever, maybe tune out right now because I'm going to talk about it and spoil some of it. Spoil it for us. Spoil it. Spill it. Um, do, 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 do. Okay, is everyone gone? Okay, cool. Spoil it. What were your thoughts on the way it ended and the whole season? Or- well, so we made very conservative choices during the entire game. Mm-hmm. Morally, ethically, tried to do the right thing yes. in situations. In we didn't really mean too much with our choices. Forgiving our mother and teaching Daniel how to be a good person and not use his powers for evil. Mm-hmm. And uh, at the end, we chose to have them turn themselves in. Yes. And our chat was pissed at us. They were so mad. Like a lot of them were really pissed at us and wanted us to to guns ablaze it across the border and just gun it. But when we were looking at the alternate endings, um, I think because we made conservative choices during the rest of the game about teaching Daniel how to, you know, use his powers for good and not for evil. I don't think conservative is maybe the right word. I think it's just like morally tried to do the right thing. Yeah. He wouldn't, it wouldn't have happened even the way that people had wanted, I think. Very, yeah, very possibly could have gone horribly. If yeah, we well, I was scared that one of them was going to die. We've been playing this game for like a year. I'm like, I do not want to watch one of these kids die. Like, I'm all set. Thank you. Yeah. Because no matter, I know you watched all the endings. I didn't watch all the endings, but I know the gist of what happened. But like, the reality is, if you're a car gunning it at, at the border police, like there's that many cops there, like y'all are y'all are dead. Yeah. You're gonna die. Well. Yeah. And I heard that in the endings they don't die, or in one of them, Sean dies, right? Yeah. The, well there's But a f- that's not that's not real. No. Well the, that's what, it's a good point. It brings up a good point, right? It's not like fucking real. There's the, the game y'all are dead. Well the game has a bit of social commentary, right? And so like part of the storyline and some of the characters um, are largely based on like our political climate right now and how things are and um, but, and you know what it's like in the world, especially for these two boys in this fictitious world, but also not. Um, and yes, the younger brother has powers where he can like move things with his mind and he can kind of you know shoo away a car with his hand like very easily, like he's a superhero. So there's that, which gives you the aspect of like it's fiction and it's this like little underdog superhero story. But yes. What you were saying, if you're if you're face to face with border patrol police, like a fleet of cop cars, uh, you know, in front of the border, and you start gunning, and you start your gunning it for the border them. while they have their guns drawn, like th- you you die. Like the reality is, like that is a situation where, you know, if you make that choice, you're expecting something bad to happen. And the thing is, is like, like you said, we made. I think we made good choices the whole time, which was kind of hard because like. 
the choices are not easy sometimes, especially the ones, little, little things that make mm. a difference. It makes the noise afterwards. And it's like, this will affect your later, whatever. Like those are not easy and they come at weird times and you Chad don't know when they're. Chad also always wants us to do messed up stuff. Yeah. Yeah. They do. I mean, and like the, we kind of played the first season like that. <laughs> yeah. Cause they peer pressure you. They're in there and they're just like, do it, do it, do it, do it. And I'm like, oh my God, I don't want to. Yeah. All right. Fine. I'm getting pressured. I'll do it. And then yeah. we do it just so they can see your reaction and freak out. It's it's like a damned if you do, damned if you don't kind of thing. Yeah. I mean, I was super attached to the first Life is Strange. And I think a lot of people are and were. Mm -hmm. And this one attached me in like a different way. Mm -hmm. I agree. I really I, liked it. I agree. Um, this one definitely was it hit different for me. Like this one. It just hit different this one for me I, I was like in it the whole fucking time because it's the story about these brothers right and i have a younger brother and i always anytime i see a story about an older and younger brother especially where the dynam dynamic is like one of them's looking out for the little one you know and mm -hmm. it's you have to protect and say to get like that to me always brings me back to like my childhood with my brother and like it hits me in a certain soft spot and this whole season i really felt kind of invested in the brothers in that way and so at the end, it, it got me really kind of emotional because it, it was like, it was the the final moments of like what was going to happen on this journey that like you kind of the whole time weren't paying a lot of attention to like the details of like, well, what's really going to happen when we get to Mexico? Like we're going to go to Puerto Lobos. It sounds like this wonderful place, but what's actually, you know, you don't really sit down and think about it until it's that part of the story. And then that part of the story came and it was like super final, you know, and the decisions you have to make are super intense and... So our ending was we surrendered and with the surrender, everything went fine. No one like no one decided to go against that decision and we go to jail for 15 years and our brother is free the whole time and we meet him when we're out of jail as adults and it was just emotional. But yeah, the if you want to watch the alternate endings, some of them are fucking fucked, man, and they fucked me up. Like there are some bad endings, like really bad endings. Bad in what sense? Bad in there's an ending where there's the the worst part of the bad endings for me and the what makes them bad is that it ends with strife between the brothers, mm -hmm. right? No, like it it would be okay if something bad happened, but you went down together. Like that's okay to me because I feel like you're a team and you're brothers and it's the wolves and the whole thing. But the moment that they started clashing with each other and fighting and then those were the final moments, like. There was one ending where you tell Daniel, we're not, we're not doing this. We're giving up. And he throws the keys out the window. And Daniel, conditioned by his previous choices that whoever was playing made, said, no, we came all this way. We're not doing it for nothing. And then he decides to force the car through, through this like, you know, sh showering of bullets. And he's blocking most of the bullets. And he's, you know, getting there and they cross the border. And he's like, we did it. And he looks over and we're dead. We got shot in the neck and we die literally right there in Sean's the car. Sean's dead. Sean's dead. Yeah. And Daniel's like crying on Sean's body. And that's the fucking ending, dude. Yeah. I would have lost that. it. Yeah, I'm almost that. And but that's why chat wants you to make those choices. Because they want to see some crazy shit. <laughs> but then there's another one where you are like, you're the one forcing the car across and Daniel doesn't want to go across. Mm -hmm. Daniel wants to surrender. So you're like, we're doing it. And he, you're driving, you're driving. And Daniel's like, no, I don't like this. And you're, you're telling Daniel to use his powers to clear the wall. So he's like crying and he does it. And then literally right before you're about to cross the border, Daniel jumps out of the car and he leaves you. And then you're in Mexico alone and he's in America. And that's the whole story. 
That's just as bad. That's not a good ending. That's a horrible ending. Yeah, that's no good. Oh, my God. And then <laughs> one of the ones that really rubbed me the wrong way was, and arguably the best ending, which a lot of people have told me, is the one where they end up in Puerto Lobos together, alive and safe, right? Where they both decide to cross. They both stay uh, you know, on the same team. The way that one goes is really gnarly. And I think it it made you feel like they're kind of evil in a way. And it really, they did a good job of it because they look at each other and they're like, how does the story end? They end in Puerto Lobos and they both do it. And so Daniel slowly walks around the car and piece by piece just destroys everything in his, in his path. He destroys cop cars. He throws people with his powers. And it's just like a, it's like destruction, total mm-hmm. destruction, like a bad guy would do on a city full of innocent people. civilians. Yeah. He's killing people, arguably. The cops are like either unconscious or dead. Everything's destroyed. And he walks back into the car and they just drive. And he's like, time to go home. It just, it felt wrong. And then they end up in Mexico living their life. It doesn't feel like a great life, but people think that's a great ending. I disagree. I think that was the wrong, I think that goes against everything you were doing the whole time. What's the moral of that story? I don't know. It's so loaded. Kill a bunch of cops and then you can live ha- happily ever after. Right? Like and at a certain a point. Commit a bunch of crime. Yeah, yeah. Run from the police. Yeah, yeah. Never tell the truth. Yeah. And then if you keep being bad and killing people, you'll, you'll, you'll get, get your get life to that you want. Mexico? Yeah. Like, well, that, I don't know. Well, I mean, the, I while like, you play the game, you can suspend your reality to an extent, right? Well, I was going to say that's what I respect about the game is that if you want to play the game that way to yeah. where the ending comes out that they're the bad guys, mm-hmm. you can. That's why yeah. it's such rich storytelling. That's why people love Life is Strange 1 and Life is Strange 2. It's, it's like incredible storytelling. You, It really can go any number of ways, mm-hmm. which makes it so interesting. Yeah. And I don't know. I just, to me, I, I wouldn't want to play the game that way. I, I agree. I agree. I play other games that way where they don't have like emotional and moral ramifications to me and my yeah, well-being. I don't know. I just like, they're a little boy. Yeah. Well, I know Sean's like older, but like Daniel's a little boy. Like, yeah. are you not emotionally invested in him in the beginning? Like mm-hmm. since all of it, since Captain Spirit with his fucking alcoholic dad and you're like, I just want to protect these kids in this game. Like it's it's hard for me to play the game making a decision that yeah. would like really put him in harm. Yeah. Even though it's a video game and Even no one cares. And I respect people for playing it however they yeah, want to. Yeah. I just, I didn't want, it wouldn't bring me personally any enjoyment to yeah. play the game like that. Yeah. And I think, like, uh, we might sound insane to some people who are like, this is a video game. What are you guys even talking about? What are you guys talking about? But, dude, like, you guys have ever, if you've ever been invested in a book, movie, TV show, play, whatever the fuck, you've suspended your reality to invest into something fictional. Into a character. Into a character or a group of characters and events that are not real life. But, yeah, that's what Life is Strange does does an incredibly incredibly good job of. Um, And what I was going to say is, um, like, from the beginning of this season – you know, you're rooting for them, right? Because they're wronged right away. They get, they're in this horrible position where they, it's like a really unfortunate spot where their dad dies in this big accident or the police kills their dad, right? And then he uses his power. That he didn't know that, that he, he had. That he didn't know he had because he was just an emotional nine-year-old and he freaks out, uses his power and the cop dies, right? And so then they're on the run. But that's, um, okay, see, to me, that's where the story should end. Like, why did any of this happen? And I already saw people in chat being like, Jenna, I disagree. And I'm like, okay, fine, whatever. But like, why didn't y'all just wait for the police and try to explain what happened? And because then show their them? dad got shot in front of them and they were emotional children. 
I understand that. I know. And he didn't know he like, had that power. I know. But yeah. like, why is it your first instinct when something happens to run from the cops? Well, I think it says something about. Because they just watched the cops shoot his dad. Yeah. Who's a minority and they're minorities. And it's like a thing, you know, it's like, it's, it's the yeah, commentary I mean, I part of this game. Yeah. I mean, I guess the, I forgot about the way that those, it, First of all, we played that part of the game a year ago. A year ago. So it's a little hard for me to recall exactly I know. What That's happened. what's crazy, too. It's like you play this over a year because we're playing it as it came out. <laughs> it's like watching a movie in pieces over a whole year. Yeah, but that's why you're so invested because the final part, when did it come out? The final part came out December 3rd. So like a week ago. But anyway, like from the beginning of the story, you know, they're you're just rooting for them and you love them and you want them to get to this like enchanted sort of they can have good lives again. Yeah, you you hear them say, like, our dad is from Puerto Lobos, Mexico. He always wanted us to go back there. Now he's dead. Our mom's on the picture. What do we do? We go to Puerto Lobos. That's where we go. We're on the run. And you, in your mind, you're like, yeah, this is what we need. Like, we need to get a fresh start. And the whole time, you're rooting for them to do that. And then it actually comes to a head at the border. And it's just so heated and intense and, like, real feeling. Even in this game where it's like this kid has superpowers, it's obviously fake, you know? Um, and I thought the dynamic with the mom was interesting. It wasn't cut and dry she wasn't a good guy or a bad guy it was it was just it was a very real life feeling relationship Mm -hmm. and i appreciated that because you know storytelling a lot relies on cookie cutter characters sometimes and when you have a character that doesn't really fit into any of those molds it feels as real as real life does sometimes and they did a great job of that but my favorite character was mushroom Oh, fuck. Mushroom's hella dead. Uh, Mushroom. Mushroom got fucked up, dude. Justice for Mushroom. Mushroom got caught. Yeah, there was... Man, what a great what a great game. Just hats off to the, everyone who made that a game because it's like, how do you even... It's like so complicated to think about how you even make a game like that with all those choices. You're making like a... Such a crazy thing. Well, that's why you we played it for an entire year. It probably takes forever to make the whole thing. Anyway. It's like writing a choose-your-own-adventure book, and mm-hmm. then that's just the first, what, one one-hundredth of making it. Yeah, that's literally just the one percent. Writing the story writing is the just story. like the and you tiniest have to animate percent. Animate and voice. I mean, oh come my God. on. And the voice acting is incredible. And the music. The music. Just for the music, like if you like good music, it's on what Spotify. Everything. You just type in "Life is Strange." Life is Strange too. too. Yeah, there's a playlist. So good. So good. Melancholy Hill by the Gorillas. Oh, Natalie by Milk and Bone. Oh, so great good. songs. Great songs. I'm just like sad. I'm, I'm sad like, too. I'm in my feelings. I have been ever since we turned off the game that night. Like I'm just, I'm bummed. I'm like, I'm cry. I was like crying and I like, I thought about the the whole story and I thought about how it ended and it just, it, it just hits, man. It like really makes you feel. And I like the game. I like that the game takes their time. A lot of the scenes, a lot of the conversations and relationships they're not sped up. They're like slow. Mm-hmm. And they, you let, they let their conversations breathe and they have moments. And it's just, I don't know. I appreciated that game a lot. And I, I don't recall ever being 
fucking moved emotionally by a video game before like that. So. I cried at uh, Ori in the Blind Forest, I'm pretty sure. Did you? Oh, yeah. Was... I've definitely cried at a video game before. Yeah, I don't know if I've cried at a video game before. <laughs> it's because you only play first-person shooter games, <laughs> I cry when I die. <laughs> I'm dead. You just log on to Tarkov. It's just so beautiful here. <laughs> that guy just yelled at me in Russian. Russian is vodka. just such a complex and beautiful language. <laughs> He's uh, eating a can of meat and the sun setting behind him. I'm just so happy for him. My friend died of dehydration. <laughs> I really miss him a lot. <laughs> yeah. Well... Should play more games with stories. I though. we are we are we absolutely are going to be. We're, we're going to be playing Detroit. Detroit. Mm -hmm. Yeah, uh, it comes out the I think the fifteenth of this month for PC, and I think we'll start it in January. Um, and we're going to do like the the long playthrough. We'll play it once a week for a handful of hours and, until we finish our story. And what I've heard from Detroit is that first of all, however emotional you felt about Life is Strange, it's the exact same or more in Detroit. Oh, no. And Wait, my heart can't handle all Well, this. and it's super intense, and the amount of choices is insane. Supposedly, what? like, you can, you, there's so many different ways to play it. But I have a hard time making choices. But that's why you have me. Uh, you're good at making choices. I'm good at making choices. I'm decisive. Yeah, because I'm over going right, I have to weigh all my options over and over and Marble. over before I decide which one I want to choose. Uh, my mind is a prison. Oh. I'll, I'll get two two tattoos, spur of the moment, not knowing what I wanted when I walked into the shop before you decide what you want for dinner. <laughs> That's it's our true. relationship. It's true. Yeah. It's not funny. Shut up. You're cute. No, you. Oh, it's a nasty boy. Kermit, did you like playing Life is Strange with me? Oh, it's a nasty boy. <sighs> Well, I, uh, if you care to try a game like that, I can't encourage it enough. I think Life is Strange 2 is my favorite. I think you should is play that it. On, can you play it on console or anything? Or is it only a PC game, like a Steam game? Okay. I don't know, actually. Life is Strange. Or like a mobile game? There's, like you should be able to play it on mobile. Life is Strange console. It's not like a... PC console. You, you can really even... Yeah, it's on PS4. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, so you can play it. Um, but yeah, anyway, and if, if any of this gaming talk, um, first of all, if it doesn't interest you, you're probably not here. So pff, later, I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, no, I, I mean, if we alienated people cause we're talking about gaming and they're not huge on gaming, that's fine. I understand. And but we'll, um, we'll hope to catch you next we'll week. We'll catch you next week. Yeah, of course. But, but um, we, we just finished a game we've been playing for yeah. an entire year basically. So yeah. And Julie if, needed to, I needed to get it off my chest. Soul. Yeah, I can't go to therapy and talk about a video game. I feel like that just would, would not go over well. So this is my therapy for that. So thank you for being my uh, my fellow therapist. <laughs> is and, this a good use of your time? Yeah, <laughs> I wanted to talk about the several different endings of Life is Strange, if you wouldn't mind. Millennials and therapy be like. <laughs> uh, but anyway, we yeah we stream all the time on Twitch and. Like I said, we'll be starting Detroit pretty pretty soon. So if you have interest in us playing that, we'll let you guys know on Twitter and stuff. Yeah. So you'll you won't miss it. But I'm excited. I'm excited too. It's nice to play a story game. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, that is the end of this episode. Thank you guys for listening and hanging out with us. We'll Hell be back. Yeah. We'll be back next week. And then we're taking we're back next week. And then the week after. Yeah. And then we're taking two weeks off for the holidays. Yeah. We're taking our annual holiday break. 
uh, in two weeks. So you have this episode two, and two I'm more. I'm so excited, y'all. We're going to disappear for a little bit. Nap. Nap, Nap City. Nap City Beach. Uh, I really hope all of you guys have a great week, and uh, I appreciate you hanging with us. We'll see you next time. Bye.